Broadcasting live from my smelly pants, this is the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. If you're not listening to this episode on October 31st, which is Hollow's Eve, the eve before Hollow Day, where everyone removes their organs and walks around as a big empty skin man, you're probably listening to this on the Adult Swim podcast. Get it together, keep it together, keep listening to media, shut out all decision making in your own life, digest content. This has been a fun time where we've gone through looking at the best shows on Toonami in the most, uh, how do I say this, the most uh, unofficial, terrible way possible with a lot of debate (laughs) as to what should be happening, if this was fair or balanced. I said very early on, the Toonami audience takeover bracket is not fair or balanced. And that's primarily that, like, I think the science to make a good uh, balanced bracket is almost uh, impossibly hard. We had eight coming into this week, this Saturday. Last Tuesday, we cut it down to eight. It, those eight were My Hero Academia, Dr. Stone, Kill the Kill, Dragon Ball Z, Mob Psycho 100, Demon Slayer, Hunter Hunter, and Cowboy Bebop. All fabulous shows with strong fan bases, and it's been fun having people call in at 708-794-6386 to say which ones they want. We had Anime Balls Deep on on Tuesday, and they were practically yelling about half the things that they didn't agree with or agreed with, and it was very fun to see uh, everyone in chat's having a good time. But it's time for me to introduce this week's guest, hailing from the depths of the internet, a scary masked man you might know through his YouTube content, talking a lot about Naruto. It is Swag Kage. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Now, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. Um, a little bit sleepy, uh, but uh, other than that, I'm okay. We got someone on the phone with us. Do you care to introduce yourself to them, Swag? Yeah, absolutely. Did I call um, you Swag by accident? Did I say you, Swag? You can call me Swag. Just Swag if you want. I want the Swag. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, if they're not familiar with me, uh, I make YouTube videos. I uh, have for like full-time for about like four years now. Mostly I talk about Naruto. I occasionally talk about other anime, but uh, that's my that's my shtick. I'm the Naruto guy on YouTube. So uh, Now, Caller, what do you think about that? Uh, well, um, it's unfortunate he came in after all the Naruto shows lost, including yeah, Naruto, which lost last week. How does that make you um, feel? How does that make both you feel? So I'm not surprised. I would have been like astounded if Naruto won this bracket because like I I know it has problems and I know a lot of people hate Naruto. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised um, and also not that it lost to Demon Slayer. Uh, But um, I'm also a little bit surprised that it beat out. I think that's Dragon Ball Super. Um, uh, It did. I'm not not super broken up about it. I'm just happy that Hunter Hunter made it this far. (laughs) That's actually one of the shows I was least familiar with, and I'm yeah. now 19 episodes in, just binging it this last week, having a great time. What What do you like about Hunter Hunter? And Avi, are you a big fan of Hunter Hunter? I I honestly haven't really watched most of these shows. Okay, well, Avi, we're gonna let Swag Kage talk for a sec now. For but I, I will. Can I say one thing? Yeah, sure, fine. Avi, what's up? Um, I will say from what I've seen. Uh, the Demon Slayer versus Mob Psycho matchup, that one's going to be pretty tough. That one might be very close. Um, so I would keep an eye on that one because we are almost d- down to the final four. That's right. And the thing about those two shows, Avi, both relatively new, both super popular. One, like, just a little more 
little sillier than the other. One more incestuous. One more about brothers and sisters that's a little incesty. <laughs> and another one about a really cool blank slate. Oh, I, I, I relate with him because I'm a loser who doesn't know what he wants, you know? Both really cool shows, though. Avi, do you have a, any thoughts on who might take it? Well, uh, I got a tip uh, from uh, someone who, like I said, is more knowledgeable than I am. Uh, he says Demon Slayer might take it. Um, said it might have something to do with memes. And uh, memes seem to carry JoJo pretty far. Swag, is there a lot of Demon Slayer memes out there? I don't know. I'm not super... I have not seen a single episode of Demon Slayer. I read the first chapter, and I wasn't super into it. I know that it was all over Twitter for a while when the anime was first airing. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of memes for it, though. I will Um, say, when it first aired, I watched the first episode, and I wasn't feeling it either. Because someone yeah. had super recommended it to me. And then, like, a few months later, I started, when the whole season was out, I watched the whole thing. And I ended yeah. up liking it. Like, I, I think it was really pretty and had some cool fights. I mean, just some great color design and strange, weird mixing. I think there's a bunch of weird cell shading shit that wasn't annoying. Not like, you know, that Berserk anime, the new Berserk anime that looks kind of strange, yeah. you know? It was, like, kind yeah. of, like, cool mixes of traditional and 3D. Well, I guess not traditional, but you know what I mean. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, West Bracket matchup's gonna be interesting. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> That's Avi calling in, giving us his input. Uh, on my Instagram from a while ago, I, I, I remember I saw in Atlanta, down on the Beltline, there was this spray paint on the wall that said, I like, I love anime, not Naruto. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is like from three years ago I posted that. Yeah. Um, like, I love Naruto. I get why people hate it, why people say it sucks. Um, like it definitely does have some issues. I think uh, some of them are blown a little bit out of proportion. But I mean, like even if now like I, I recognized it as a horrible show, which I don't, um, I, st- I still would like it, I, I would still be too attached to it to, to not love it. Um, I think that the manga's better. Uh, that's generally how I feel about a lot of anime. But um I, when people make fun of Naruto, I, def, I I generally don't get super offended because like I get it. I, is there I any manga that out uh, that is outperformed by the anime? You think? I think Hunter Hunter is an example of that. Actually, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I remember I, one of the reasons I think I avoided Hunter Hunter for a long time is because I put a lot of time into Yu Yu Hakusho and I, yeah. and I didn't know if I felt it was worth it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't seen Yu Yu Hakusho yet all the way through. I watched the first two-ish arcs. Um, don't remember why I stopped, but I, I thought Yu Yu Hakusho was great. I heard that uh, a lot of people didn't like the last arc. but um... yeah, I think that's where I kind of got meh. But the thing is, I, I like, you know, we were talking about Death Note before the show. I like I like mysteries and spiritual detectives and stuff, and it became yeah. about fighting. And I was like, ah. And I'm pleasantly surprised so far that a lot of Hunter Hunter it almost seems like it's going to be a fight and then it's not. And I like that, you know, I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. Death note. I mean, there is like a couple uh fights that happen in uh, the show. You got like L and light start punching each other in the face. Uh, and, and the like, tennis. L- yeah. Uh, L does that really cool kick like right in lights face uh, while they're like handcuffed, which is pretty sick. But yeah, generally most of the stuff that happens in death note is like, um, it's like psychological and uh, less physical. You're on the line with the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. Who's this? Hi, it's Jeffrey from New York. Hey, Jeffrey. What's the weather like out there? Uh, sunny outside. We've had a lot of rain these past few days. But finally, it's sunny. 
A cool Kevin 54 says in our adultswim.com chat, love you, you hacker show. Sorry. Why would you have to be sorry for loving something? Do you know how great it is to love something? <laughs> that seems so, as long as it doesn't bring other people <laughs> suffering. I think that's something we should know about when we're looking at a bracket of shows. We shouldn't be thinking about like, yeah, I'm better because I like this. No, you know, bringing joy is the primary goal of entertainment or disrupting the, uh, the status quo, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> What do you have to say to us, man? Yeah, like, uh, I got to say that uh, since we're almost close to the top four of those shows, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see the results. Uh, I will have to say, like, either uh, Cabo Bebop or, or Hunter Hunter or Demon Slayer uh, and DBZ, uh, those probably we've got to look out for. Because those are very, those are the popular shows. Is there anything on this? list that you think should have made it like anything that's like oh that's my baby that i wish had made it oh man i gotta have to say i gotta have to say uh dr stone really well dr stone is yeah. there. it's it's so far it's in the final eight. Oh, it is oh yeah you're right it is Isn't there. That, that's yeah. crazy. Um, right there going up against my hero <laughs> it's going up against my hero though are you just already like moaning that it might lose to my hero well I thinking well, pretty much it since the uh, the second season is coming up. I think it might be probably done to stone might take it, but I'll have to say my hero. Well, thanks for calling, man. You keep safe up there in that New York weather. We'll do. Thanks, Max. <laughs> <laughs> now, swag. Is there anything on this list for you that's like, oh, that's a baby of mine? Other than Naruto, that maybe you think should have made it to the end. I've been pretty um... transparent since the beginning that I believe Paranoia Agent is my baby on this list. <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised that uh, One Punch Man didn't make it to top eight, but then I saw that it had to beat Cowboy Bebop, and uh, now I get why. Yeah, um, Cowboy Bebop's um, it's had kind of a stacked bracket. It's had to go against some pretty beloved shows, um, like Attack on Titan and One Punch Man. But I mean, so I haven't seen it all the way through. Um, but uh, I watched the um, the first couple episodes uh, yesterday just to prep for this, and uh, I can totally see why it's a classic. Like it's, uh, I mean, like what? So like people say that like the first four episodes aren't great, um, like compared to the rest of the show. But I, I thought they were spectacular. Like it's uh, it's it's some of the best anime I've ever seen. And um, as much as I like Hunter Hunter, I I don't think Hunter Hunter is going to be able to beat Bebop. Um, so I get why One Punch Man didn't make it, but, uh, it does suck. Cause I mean, I, I really do like it. Uh, at least season one, I never watched season two. Like, yeah, Hunter Hunter and, uh, One Punch Man. I mean, they're, I think they're very f fun and they've got a lot of cool, interesting things. Hunter Hunter definitely can get way more deep than One Punch Man in terms of just, even if it's shallow emotions, there's a depth to it. Uh, like there's a sweetness, there's a. There's a great innocent hero going on a huge journey <laughs> looking for his dad at first, you know, but Cowboy Bebop's so tight. It's like only 20 or so episodes and it's such a legacy show on the Toonami area that it's like it's hard. It's like it's like trying to compare all of Seinfeld to one movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe that's a bad comparison, but hey, <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. I wouldn't say Hunter Hunter's Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little... Listen, I'm I'm making I'm talking out my ass while not yeah, at the yeah, same no, time. No, I got it. Uh, I, I, I I wanted to show you something actually really fast. Uh, the Cowboy Bebop versus One Punch Man percentage. 
But here it was. Yeah, it won by a uh, hefty yeah, margin, wow, 65 that's, to 35. That's but Bebel, I think 30%. I think that Toonami audience just fucking loves Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop uh, has a particularly good dub, too. That so is really I think true. That has uh, something to do with it. Like, um, a lot of anime dubs, uh, you know, people prefer uh, the sub uh, for one reason or another. A lot of people will say that Cowboy Bebop's uh, dub stands up to, or uh, some people even think it's better than the sub. So um, that may have had something to do with it as well. I could see that. Uh, hey, you're on the line with the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. What's up? Hi. Uh, I guess I also wanted to comment on Cowboy Bebop's uh, performance in this bracket and how it's been stacked up against like the biggest hits of modern anime. I think that Cowboy Bebop is very beloved by the Ultram audience because it's been on the network since literally day one. It was on the very first lineup of Adult Swim. And I think a lot of people have fond memories of it. Obviously, it's a beloved classic. I think I could see Bebop going all the way. I think you could beat the other shows it'll go up against. So it, might, it might take this. So if, if you think it takes this matchup today and it goes against either My Hero or Dr. Stone, you think that's is that matchup a tough contest or do you think it's almost no contest? I don't know if it's no contest. I think MHA, if it if it goes past this round and confronts MHA in the next round, or I think that will be a close one, but I could see Bebop pulling it off because I think it is just that beloved. Interesting, interesting. Well, how about you, Caller? Any babies we've lost so far? Today's a nostalgic episode. So um, my username online is Lum Ramayasha. No. So obviously <laughs> I'm a big fan of Inuyasha and that lost in the first round against Champ Blue. And I can totally get that because, again, Speaking of Bebop, Shinjiro Watanabe is a beloved director. Champloo is a beloved show. I am surprised Inuyasha lost in the first round, though, because Inuyasha was on the network for 13 years in reruns. Uh, it also did really well. It was also very popular. But I guess it's just been enough years. But even then, you know, Inuyasha's back in relevancy because Yashihime, the sequel, is out. So I am surprised. Like, a, not a whole lot of Inuyasha fans really came out for it because Shampoo beat Inuyasha like 75-25. Do you think a lot of people are like, ah, I guess I'm just not too Inu yet. Inu, Inu. <laughs> not too Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> that's, sorry, that's stupid of me. That's stupid of me and I apologize. <laughs> when you guys watch no, this no. streaming show or listen to the podcast, you expect me to have 10 pages written out of just intelligent conversation, not yeah. dumb poem, poems. Not dumb poems. Yeah, this is going to be a, a fully scripted video. <laughs> this is a fully scripted live video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything is rehearsed, even the caller's comments. But I think Inuyasha is kind of like Naruto in the sense that it is very popular, but there is also you know, a lot of criticism towards it because it was so long running and the storytelling is kind of all over the place. So I could see that being a factor in why, you know, something short, concise and focused like Champloo would take that matchup. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, man. I hope you have a good day. You too. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> so you were telling me before uh, the show that Toonami is kind of what jump-started your current career. You would call what you do a career, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, YouTube's uh, my full-time job. And, um, I'm like, Toonami's how a lot of people, uh, especially people my age, discovered anime. Uh, I'm not really sure what else would have introduced me to it, but 
I like fell in love with Dragon Ball Z as soon as I saw it. And um, like a lot of kids, I was into Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh uh, primarily. And I saw an ad for Naruto and I originally, I don't, I don't know why, but I remember like thinking that it looked really stupid. And I happened to be downstairs helping my dad with something while he had the TV running and he just let me put on whatever I want. So I put on Toonami because it was a Saturday and um naruto happened to be on but dragon ball z was next and i was like okay I'll, I'll ride this out and it was episode four the one where they do the bell test and um you first meet kakashi and i was like oh this this kakashi dude's like the coolest character ever i liked him so much that i kept watching and um i i got really into naruto and um my interest in it never really faded and then, yeah, I, uh, I guess I eventually ended up making a channel where I started talking about anime. Originally, uh, my first few videos were about Dragon Ball, but my Naruto videos were what uh, ended up being really popular. And so um, I made a couple more and then I kind of got typecast as the Naruto guy. And uh, now here I am. So what do people say when you don't talk about Naruto? <laughs> the videos just generally don't do as well. I mean, I like... I still get uh, pretty decent views on like some non Naruto videos, but um, most of the time, like generally, uh, Naruto is like my most popular content. You're on the line with the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, hello. I'm Jess. I'm calling from London. Oh, hello, London. How's it going out there? Uh, it's all right. Pretty decent weather for this time of year. Speaking of London-based animes, what are you thinking of the Moriarty show so far? <laughs> Have you watched it? Nope. I'm wondering what I think of it. Have you watched any of it, Swag? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, if anyone in chat has watched the Moriarty show, I'd love them to call in Moriarty the Patriot. Anyway, what's going on, caller? Uh, well, I've had a couple questions to sort of bounce around. Uh, first of all, it's been eliminated earlier, but I was wondering what your opinion is on the subject of JoJo's getting further animated renditions and whether it might polarize the community with how the style paradigm of Iraqi shifts towards latter parts. Uh, I, it's hard to say about what people think. And I know I, I was recently on the Toonami Faithful podcast and I accidentally called the next arc Star Ocean instead of Stone Ocean. And I'm very embarrassed about it because I had just read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I think Diamond is Unbreakable is the prettiest season by far. I don't has I feel like I don't know. I feel like I I'm glean I don't know too much about the fandom, but I glean it through Reddit kind of just by like not being logged in and seeing what gets to the front page. And enough people seem to be interested in some all different parts of the arc, even manga parts that have un, been unreleased and I've been told I should read the manga arcs that are like parallel universes. So I I feel like people might be more on board for changes than we expect. But then again, you know, I've got a show coming out where the art style is deviating from the first season, and the first season deviated like every three minutes. So maybe I'm more biased to art style changes. I don't know. Swag, what do you think? Um, I'm not a super into JoJo. I've tried to watch it multiple times. I've watched Phantom Blood and Half of Battle Tendency like five times. Battle tendency always loses me. I'm not super sure why, but uh, I've never managed to get super into it. And I want to because like it's such a big deal. Like so many people talk about JoJo. It's super popular. The big part of the cultural zeitgeist. But uh, I'm just like, like something about uh, battle tendency. Like, like I, I really like Phantom Blood. A lot of people say that they don't like that. You should just skip it and jump straight into part two. But uh, I like it more. Um, 
I like Phantom Blood a lot too. And but yeah. I gotta say, I think I ended up liking. Uh, I think I liked it more on a second viewing. Like yeah, I think at I first agree. I was like, "Oh, what? This is a little campy." And then I was like, "This is so fucking campy. I love." It. I know it's great. It's like totally self aware. Right? Yeah. Like it, it plays into how ridiculous it is, and like once you realize that, it uh, it becomes I think like a lot a lot more entertaining. And, and caller, one of the things I think is interesting about it uh, is that uh, fucking uh, I think he's adapted his art style and his ideas so much with the times. Like even like. I, uh, there's probably real stories out there. I haven't read about it, but I've always assumed he was probably encouraged to make stands a thing because Pokemon was popular. Like that's been a little head cannon in my thing. Oh, <laughs> you know, like and definitely. I've never heard that one. I don't know if it's ever been said, but in my head, like that's a little like it's the mid '90s. He's give, he's putting stands in, you know, <laughs> like. But also, fucking, uh, I in 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 the mangas or at least the hardcover ones that have like some little notes. From the author and artist shit, whatever his name fucking. They I, do, yeah. Uh, he talks about like, oh yeah, I made Jonathan and Dio like this so they'd be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he was like like riffing on the times. He's going like, this is my Rambo, and it's like the eighties, you know. And it's just been like what yeah, yeah, twenty definitely. years of making his comics that like it's just adapted, which I think is cool. And what I think is really fun about that show is it does get to reinvent itself tonally and artistically every bloodline change. Yeah, it it does. I agree. That's uh, quite a good thing about it. I'm personally really looking forward to the anime adaptation of Part Seven, considering how. Well, I'm, I'm being told by Water Kirby stands happened. I'm being told by Water Kirby stands happened long before Pokemon. So I'm wrong there. But in my head, when I was watching it and reading it, I was like, "Huh, I wonder if it's a response to Pokemon." I guess I'm dumb. Sorry, Water Kirby. Maybe Pokemon are a ripoff of stands. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling, man. Sure. Keep it fragile. Uh, I wanted to ask your question. We just had a chat comment. People are saying, My Hero Academia is the Rick and Morty of this bracket, which is... <laughs> what in, does that mean? Well, in, when we did the Adult Swim Show bracket, I think Rick and Morty was one of the top like four and came into this position. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that it's very popular and trendy with like Zoomers or something. I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, so I have been fairly vocal about the fact that I don't really like it. I have a lot of issues with it. I think it has some pacing problems. I'm not super attached to any of the characters aside from like All Might and Shigaraki. Um, I stopped watching after uh, the the third season, so after right after the All Might um, All for One fight, and it just wasn't really doing it for me. Um, like I don't like, I try not to actively complain about the show or anything. Like I don't want to be uh, an asshole about it. Or yeah, whatever, well, but, like I said, um, like if people like something, that's fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my so my biggest issue with it, and a lot of people tend to dismiss this criticism, but um, Deku is clearly framed as an underdog, and the 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 issue that I have with it is like, well, I can't get into super into uh like like my biggest issue with it without getting into manga spoilers, so I won't say anything um about some stuff that hasn't happened in the anime yet. But um, I've never liked the idea that, like, 
this is supposed to be a coming of age story from some guy who doesn't have any powers and is trying to prove himself in a world full of people who are super gifted. And then he like gets the strongest power like ever, uh, just kind of handed to him. Um, Naruto does have a similar issue, but the, the, the reason I didn't mind it uh, later on in, uh, towards the end of the series, it gets really obnoxious and Naruto starts to suffer from this as well. But, uh, Deku feels like he has chosen one syndrome, uh, a, a, a little bit more than Naruto does because like, um, with Naruto, he like, like the nine tails gives him a lot of power, but it's also actively like uh, messing with his ability to control his chakra, which makes it hard for him to do anything that he can't learn through like sheer repetition or just pumping a lot of chakra into it, like the Rasengan or the Shadow Clone Jutsu. Whereas Deku, pretty much anybody given that power with enough time uh, would be able to become the strongest hero ever. Like it, it, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be like... It, if and probably when, uh, given the way that, you know, it's like a shonen, I'm pretty sure he is going to become the strongest. Um, whenever that does happen, it's not going to feel super like, it wouldn't feel like something that only Deku could have done, you know, uh, if uh, w once he reaches that point. It feels like anybody, if given that power, would have been able to do it. I think it would have been more interesting if he took the Batman approach he was originally going to take where Deku didn't have powers, but used like Batman-esque technology uh, to take people out. Um, not just like, and, and, and like, oh, uh, one for all isn't even that interesting. He just punches people really hard, just like every other Shonen protagonist. Yeah, which a one punch man is already kind of making fun yeah. of. Yeah, uh, exactly. Would you argue though that maybe like part of the popularity, popularity of My Hero is like the, supporting characters in general i feel like yeah talk i think about a lot more. of people like them more than uh deku to be sure uh bakugo's great um i think uh shigaraki's uh, a really cool villain uh, especially because he has this like inferiority complex thing that he struggles with like he's not super sure that he's actually capable um and you know he he kind of has to get over that and i i've i've always thought that was kind of fascinating uh but deku himself uh, like the focal point of the series, I don't like a whole lot. And some of the other side characters don't get as much attention as I feel they deserve uh, either. We got someone on the line with us who I've been having on hold for about four minutes. What's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> it's Sketch again. Hey, Sketch, what's up? How's it going? Uh, nice to meet you, Swag Doggy. Well, what do you got to say to us, man? We're gonna, we're, then we're going to go into today's elimination. Well, that was interesting interesting conversation about my hero. I agree. It would have been cool if they did the Batman thing. Because, like, all this time, uh, Midoriya's always like, and this is the story about how I became the greatest hero. I was like, well, way to spoil it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Naruto, like... I agree. It's, it kind of thinks that Naruto started out as, oh, I just got to work hard and then I can be great. But now he was destined for greatness, yada, yada. But, yeah, in my hero, it's, it's, it's definitely a bit more over the top. But let's talk about this bracket. It, it does feel like in early episodes, too. It's like instead of cool problem solving, which I feel like, yeah, a mortal going against gods is an interesting idea. How do you use your brain, which is a lot of my favorite Everybody animes are Batman. people using their brain. And uh, the, that's one of the reasons the boys is so popular, too, because it's these yeah. like, regular people uh, who have to take on these like superheroes. And it's like, how do they do it? Um, and Deku's problem solving is which part of his body will he break? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like uh, the thing you mentioned about uh, him saying he's gonna become the greatest hero at the beginning, I think that that's super cheesy. Like, 
how like silly would it have been if at the beginning of Naruto, like, like there's a distinction between him saying he wants to, like if he had been like, this is the story of how I became the Hokage. It's like, wow. That would, <laughs> you know, it would take a lot of the satisfaction away from that like final panel of the manga where you see him in the Hokage cloak. You know, like, you know, you're going to get to that point where uh, Deku is where All Might currently is. And, you know, that's, that's kind of lame. Well, it's like in Full Metal when, uh, when early on they say, this is the story about how I learn whether or not my special magical science is worth more to me than my brother. Yeah, there's like some <laughs> vagueness there, you know. It's not like yeah. concrete. Anyway, what do you want to say about the bracket? Uh, yeah, I, I want I want Hunter to go all the way. I would love to see it beat Bebop. It's going to be a tough battle. Really? Why do you want Why do you want to see it beat it so bad? Uh, just, look, I will not say that Hunter Hunter is a better show than Bebop, but I've just been really impressed by the Hunter stands coming out for these polls. So I think it could make it all the way. But if it beats Bebop, it's still got to beat My Hero and probably Demon Slayer and probably DBZ, which would be quite the task. But it could. It might. It might be the Dark Horse here. But I, I'm mostly thinking My Hero's going up against DBZ or Bebop. What do you think the biggest surprise could be? We're about to go into these eliminations, but of these four matchups, what do you think the biggest surprise would be? The biggest surprise would be Kill a Kill beating DBZ. Yeah. And I'd love to see it. Well, actually, if Dr. Stone beats My Hero Academia, that would be pretty wild. And I'd love to see that. I uh, like so I, I haven't seen any of Dr. Stone, but I've read like a synopsis of what it's supposed to be about. And that sounds so cool. Yeah. It sounds it awesome. Yeah. And it's I kind of want to I, I want to vote for it just based off of off of the concept. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, man. I'm going to get into the eliminations now. We're going to see what can happen. Oh, this is exciting. It's always exciting to look at eliminations, you know? Yeah. It's like a divorce. Uh, your All your favorite married shows getting divorced. <laughs> Let's take a look at our first matchup. My Hero versus Dr. Stone. Now, everyone on the phone has been saying they think My Hero's going to take it. Uh, you said you would love to vote for Dr. Stone, but do you think it's uh, do you think it's going to be close or not? Um, My Hero's significantly more popular, so I'm expecting it to win. Um, but it'd be cool if Dr. Stone made it. Um, I, I still need to check it out. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I, I don't really have, uh, any, anything that I can say about the quality, but, uh, I'm pretty sure my hero is going to win like, take a by, look. by a fair bit. You're right. Yeah. My hero takes it 60% to 40% though. It's, it's so a, it's not like gigantic, not gigantic. But it's still like. Uh, Dragon Ball Z's got this. You right? think? Oh, but you can finish what you were saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. I mean, it, it wasn't like a huge gulf. Uh, it was actually smaller than I expected. So uh, Dr. Stone put up a good fight. But yeah, I, I don't think there was any way that it was going to lose or it was going to beat my hero. Let's take a look at the next one then. Kill a Kill versus Dragon Ball. You're saying Dragon Ball got it. You were <laughs> yeah, right. There's no way Kill a Kill was beating uh, Dragon Ball. I, I've seen uh, some of Kill a Kill. It's, it's, it's pretty cool, uh, but... Everybody who likes anime has seen Dragon Ball, and pretty much everybody likes it. Why do you think Dragon Ball hit? Is it just like, did it hit in the West at the right time? Or yeah. like, what makes it, it there's like, nothing else like it, right? On, on air, probably. Yeah, like stuff like Pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, it hit the West at like the perfect time. And I think it was like the first thing of its kind 
uh, to, to really make its way over here and to receive like a lot of exposure, right? You know, like um, people hadn't, I mean, I, I wasn't around for when Dragon Ball Z first got here, but I imagine people hadn't really seen anything like it with like fights like that intense um and you know with all these lasers flying around people blowing up planets and stuff um i i really do think it was like one of a kind at the time and i mean you can you can see its influence in pretty much every shonen manga uh and anime that's followed it so um it, it was definitely a template that people were interested in so i i'm just not surprised that uh you know people still have so much affection and respect for it well, Avi, when he called in earlier, said this one was the one to look at. Mob Psycho versus Demon Slayer. I think that Demon Slayer is more popular. Yeah. But um, I haven't seen either of these. But I really like One Punch Man, and I've heard nothing but good things about Mob Psycho. And I, I believe all of it, too, because one's a fantastic storyteller. So I, I want Mob Psycho to win, even though I don't really have a horse in this race, but I think Demon Slayer is going to take it. I think I have Mob Psycho would. Be, I like these both a lot, but Mob Psycho would be my horse in this race because yeah. uh, I do think it's really cool. I think it's like the silliness of One Punch with a little more heart and a little more intricacy and a little bit more like convoluted lore and headcanon that's yeah. not just goofy. Uh and I just, I, I think I mentioned it last time, but like one of my favorite characters of all time is Mob has a mentor who in this world where spirituality is a real thing is a fraudulent spiritualist. And he yeah. is That's kind so of cool. still a good person. And it's it's just like a really fun idea. It reminds me of these live action Japanese movies called like some mind trick or something like that. That's about this magician who goes around debunking fake spiritualists. And the the idea of mixing... You know, Scooby-Doo type shit. I don't know. Not that they're Scooby-Doo, but I just I've always like like scam artists and things like that. I, I think that's always fun. And not to mention then there's like, you know, also a lot of typical shonen shit. People with weird abilities fighting. <laughs> um, but let's see what takes it. It is Demon Slayer. Yeah. But how close? Oh, like, my God. Very yeah, close. Wow. Uh, good job, Mob. You thought it would Almost be it. less close? <laughs> I yeah. guess. It was a lot closer than I expected, but um, I mean, it, like I said, I haven't seen either show, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it. But uh, it's cool that Mob managed to compete as well as it did because, like, Demon Slayer was a breakout hit when uh, people first noticed it. You know, um, like everybody was talking about it uh, when the anime first came out. I think uh, the intro videos for Mob Psycho are also fucking great to check out like yeah like it just is such i love bold color choices but demon slayer has a lot of bold color choices too i gotta say i mean at least when it comes to like abilities and fights and shit i don't know anyway i recommend both shows if you haven't checked them yeah. out i'll check it out once i'm done with bebop yeah <laughs> i'm just advertising things uh, bob also has this good I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna vouch for it one more time now that we're saying goodbye to it if anyone there hasn't seen it as a good way at taking characters you wouldn't expect to join the crew and making them main characters. <laughs> yeah. There's a, that happens a lot, and I always appreciate that. I mean, I remember being a kid. Did You ever, you played Mario RPG Seven Stars back on the Super Nintendo? Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. I, so I was uh, too young to have played the, the Mario RPG. I played the, the Sonic one that Bioware made on the DS. <laughs> but... 
but I know enough about Mario RPG from hearing people talk about it. I just um, always loved that, like, one of those classic things that a lot of animes do. Bowser joined your team, but they also, yeah. like, threw in two random characters that had nothing to do with Mario lore, like a cloud man and a toy space alternate. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, yeah, the guy that everybody wants in Smash that a lot of people Gino. also don't want in Smash. For some reason, yeah. He would be great in Smash. Um, uh, I, I mean, I think he'd be awesome and it'd make a lot of people happy. I wonder what they'll do. I wonder. I feel like he might... Be, whatever. This is not a Smash Brothers podcast <laughs> live stream. <laughs> uh, some of the Final Fantasy games also have a similar thing where like characters that you meet and don't really expect to be PCs, you think they're NPCs, they end up joining your party. Um, Kate Sith and Seven is kind of like this. Like... He doesn't seem like he's a character you're going to play, and m most people don't put him in the party because he sucks. But uh... I want to say one thing. This is one of the few live streaming events I do without Dave Bonowitz or Matt Harrigan, if anybody yeah. knows the culture of Adult Swim. And we get to talk about so many things that neither of them would never let me talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Well, Matt, yeah, Matt would good. never I'm, let us I'm, talk I'm about... cooler than them. Uh... <laughs> hey, you're on the line with the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. Oh, my name is Kenneth Castro, and I was wondering, uh, when is Hunter x Hunter coming back? You know, Man. I don't Man. know. I mean, I just heard the big news that Crunchyroll isn't with AT and T anymore, so who knows when anything's coming back ever? Yeah, <laughs> all anime's canceled. All anime's canceled. Do you have any other questions? All anime's canceled. No, I'm kidding. But uh, not nah, any. Uh, Swakari, you're the best. I like your shows and the reviews you do with the. Uh, Ninjas fighting each other. I think Itachi is the goal, though. Thanks a bunch, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching my videos. Uh, make sure to thumbs up and subscribe to his channel, dude. Yeah, uh, everybody. No, I already stream, do. Trust do that. Me. I'm okay. at nine hundred seventy thousand right now, dude. He so can get to, to a million with the plug. I'm <laughs> almost there. So uh, all right, go go make thirty friends and get him to a million. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the next one. Our last matchup for today, Hunter Hunter versus Cowboy Bebop. Now you I don't think there's any timeline where Hunter Hunter wins this, but I love Hunter Hunter so much. It takes and recontextualizes so many shonen uh, tropes and does it really effectively. Um, it has enough self-awareness to pull off like a lot of stuff that other series like just just can't um one one of the other major issues that i have with my hero is that um the way quirks function is is kind of obnoxious to me because it, it so it's a world where everybody has a, a predetermined power and you have no influence over it which makes it kind of hard uh to feel like any of the characters earned their victory uh whenever they want to fight right like if if somebody in my hero wins generally it's just because they have uh you know a better power than the other person does sometimes there are exce uh, exceptions but in hunter hunter you literally create your ability right so if your power sucks it's, it's just on you right um and i th i think that that's so cool um it really like it helps you um feel uh it, it helps uh get me and um you know other people i've recommended the show to invested in like the the character growth because it's not like you're just seeing them um you know get stronger by throwing harder punches or whatever you're seeing them slowly develop these complex 
like unique tool sets that they're going to be using in every fight they participate in. And uh, I, I think that's super cool. And that's just the power system. The characters are incredible. Uh, Krolo's, if not my favorite fictional character, like ever, a contender for my favorite fictional character ever. Uh, Meruem from the Chimera Ant arc is an incredible villain. Uh, as a matter of fact, there are two episodes from Hunter Hunter um, that are uh, in the Chimera Ant arc that are in IMDb's uh, top 100 uh, rated TV episodes. Um, both of them have a 9.8, I believe, uh, which is pretty cool. Like this, this, the show is just incredible. And for a long running shonen anime, uh, the things that it manages to accomplish, I mean, like, I, I think that they're really impressive. All that said, I do have a couple issues with it. I don't have any problems with Cowboy Bebop. So, Interesting. Uh, well, what, what are your Hunter yeah. Hunter issues without spoiling too much for people? Um, sometimes the pace can drag a little bit. Um, specifically in the Chimera Ant arc, this happens a lot. And sometimes Greed Island gets a little bit slow too. Um, sometimes it can be a little bit too heavy handed with exposition. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think that it's flawless. Cowboy Bebop doesn't even have those minor issues though, is the thing. I, I also think that Cowboy Bebop is directed uh, a little bit better. Uh, like it feels like Tarantino made an anime, right? Mm -hmm. Um, which is like... I mean, it, it, it's really special. It's something that no other anime I, I've seen uh, has really managed to do. Uh, it, it's very stylized. It, um, you know, it has a clear direction and like identity. Uh, you can tell that it knows what it wants to be. And Hunter Hunter, this applies to it too. But I think it's uh, particularly true uh, with Bebop. Um, it, Bebop also feels like super confident in what it is. It, it too, absolutely, you know I mean? and a, a lot like uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino takes a lot of styles and uh, tropes of, of a lot of American and Western genres and foreign genres confidently and puts them together. Like Bebop is like taking science fiction and Western elements and all, all this stuff together. It, 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 that also just makes it like super accessible to a Western audience too, I think, yeah, because exactly. there's a lot of shit in there that's like, oh yeah, it's not too crazy. If I like my mom doesn't love to cartoons too much, but like show her an episode of Cob Cowboy Bebop versus hunter hunter it's going to be like like you know it makes my way more sense if she's watching a show about a guy unearthing a drug fucking market in a t tijuana town in fucking yeah. mars then like these guys are now in a tower and have to <laughs> wager their hours to figure uh, out these guys gotta <laughs> escape from hyperspace because they're closing the portal so that this virus that turns a whole planet of people into uh gorillas uh doesn't <laughs> doesn't get unleashed and <laughs> you're like it's it's just so wacky but it still manages to feel grounded in uh and and i don't know how it uh pulls it off um, also spike is just like what an incredible uh protagonist he's a fucking sex symbol and a great protagonist he's like both yeah. yeah let's take a look what is it it was cowboy yeah. bebop like theorized by how much 59 to 41 percent though that's it's not like a huge gap, but it's it's pretty noticeable. It's almost 20%. I, I'm not surprised. Uh, I actually think I went four for four on all my predictions. Um, oh, but, uh, do you want a fucking I, medal, dude? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I wanted Hunter Hunter to move on, uh, I just didn't like there's just no way it was going to be Bebop. Bebop is too legendary, uh, too popular, too much of a classic. Um, I think a lot of people who don't even know what anime is know the theme song. Exactly, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got a mimetic property that's expanded, but also like yeah. 
someone was pointing out in chat that there there's a there's a whole thing that you can drop into like any fucking episode and yeah and just but at the same time what's nice about it and what's nice about uh and you know i'd love to try and accomplish something like this someday because it's it's a feat what's nice about something that doesn't have a season that's too long or a series that's too long is that like despite the fact you can drop jump into any episode there's also like a real satisfying build and denouement and like fucking like you, you what you learn about the character and and the and the and, the, and like i mean the tragedy that is spike <laughs> and uh seeing what he gains and loses I, it's just like the whole thing's there but you can also just like oh it's almost a crime of the week episode i yeah. don't know space csi yeah. It manages to have a uh, sense of progression while still doing the, you know, um, it's sort of like the uh, the Sopranos. Um, Each episode is clearly self-contained, but there is a um, it's it is still building towards and moving towards something Um, like like, again, just like the Sopranos uh, did. And um, that's I mean, that's a really, really valuable like thing to have. Right. Where like especially with a show that's got a lot of episodes for somebody to just be able to uh, jump in whenever um, and just keep watching every week, even if they haven't seen everything and still get what's going on. Uh, while people who have been watching since the beginning are like, while also managing to make them feel fulfilled from uh, for watching from beginning to end. That's, that's really good uh, to be able to pull that off. And Bebop's one of only a handful of shows I can think of that does that. Yeah. Across all genres. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you've been on hold with us for five minutes. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, hey, I'm Vlord GTZ from Konami Faithful. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, not much. I gotta say, I'm not surprised Cowboy Bebop uh, beat out Hunter Hunter, but it's uh, definitely well-deserved. Is there anything on this list for you that I've been talking about babies, I've been talking about nostalgia for the shows that we've lost, anything you want to vouch for that people should check out? Um, I mean, I think the one I think a lot of people should check out definitely is uh, Inuyasha and Kill Like, I, I think those are really good. Um, but I think the show that's close to my heart is still like alive, which is Demon Slayer. Like I run a Demon Slayer podcast, so I'm kind of biased towards it. But <laughs> yeah. I would really love for it to hold out and win. Was that one hitting for you so much? I mean, I think it's because like I've been with Demon Slayer since the very beginning, since the manga first started. So it's kind of been insane seeing it blow up so much, like with everyone in the community, both tsunami community and anime community. It's, all across the board and like even in japan it's becoming like a phenomenon it's the new film is like beating out some of the best-selling films in japan so it's definitely getting up there in like notoriety well let's look at these and talk with swag we got the final four who do we think's going to make it in these matchups let's talk cowboy bebop versus my hero academia swag you want to talk to us first what do you think bebop's better but i I think it's probably going to win, but My Hero is really, really, really popular. Yeah. Um, And as uh, popular as Demon Slayer is, I think that Dragon Ball Z is going to beat it, right? Like, Dragon Ball Z is just huge. It's like the Star Wars of anime. Uh, Everybody knows what it is. So these are, if you guys are looking at the screen, these are guesses. Are you guessing, you're guessing for sure Dragon Ball. Are you saying for sure maybe Cowboy? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty certain that uh, Bebop and Dragon Ball are going to make it. I would be more surprised if Dragon Ball lost to Demon Slayer than I would be if Bebop lost to My Hero, though. Interesting. So, like, with Dragon Ball, I'm, like, 90% certain. With Bebop, I'm only, like, 
60% certain. Now, caller, do you agree with these assessments? Even like taking away from your own personal attachment to My Hero and stuff, do you think Dragon Ball is going to beat it on Tuesday? I think Dragon Ball might win it out, to be honest. Like, you, you think it might win the whole thing? Yeah, just because it's it's kind of the pillar of like anime and Tommy, so it's, I I can't imagine anything really getting it out. I think My Hero might have a chance, just because, uh, like Swag's saying, like it it has become such a huge hit and it has like a very passionate fan base behind it. Um, but it's kind of a toss up. Like honestly, like Cowboy Bebop could even somehow win here. Like, yeah, I, I think like I would definitely put most of my money on Dragon Ball, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it go any other way. Swag, do you think it's going to be Dragon Ball too? Or do you think Cowboy? I think Dragon Ball Z will probably beat Bebop, but that one I'm a lot one of the things I want to consider, Fooly Cooly went very far, yeah. defeating both One Piece and uh, Samurai Champloo, which, which makes... is crazy to me, right? Like some some of the anime that got eliminated first round blow my mind, like Full Metal and One Piece, but it was just because of the matchups. Uh, I know people. I think it's because like we got an Adult Swim audience who yeah. votes on this, and I think this Adult Swim audience loves Adult Swim things like Fooly Cooly and Cowboy Bebop, I would feel are more associated with Adult Swim than Toonami, even. Yeah. Uh, like, which makes me think that might give Cowboy Bebop an edge. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I think another thing about Bebop and Dragon Ball is if you're talking about dubbed anime specifically, like those are the two anime that people watch dubbed uh watching dragon ball sub has become a lot more popular uh since super happened and people had to start watching it uh watching it sub uh, to keep up but um i know plenty of people uh who still swear by the dub just because that's what they grew up with and they're too attached to you know uh sean schmel uh chris sabat uh, you know, the, the, the Funimation cast uh, to switch over to sub. So um, I think that that's probably another reason why uh, it and Bebop are going to be the final two. Um, but, um, you know, even setting that aside, uh, all the other stuff I mentioned earlier uh, is, I, I think that uh, the other two really have their work cut out for them. Uh, it's it's going to be an uphill battle for my hero and Demon Slayer for sure. Collar, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that wholeheartedly um on a side note though Fox, like you brought up moriarty the patriot earlier and i've been watching it too and i've been enjoying it a lot did the fifth episode just come out yet or fourth <laughs> i think it did yeah I think it comes out like sunday so probably you want to know but, like, a weird hang-up i have about it and i wonder what you, this is going to be i'm going into a completely different conversation now swag but i don't like how blonde he is <laughs> Is uh, that weird? Okay, yeah, Moriarty in this Moriarty that. the Patriot show. Sometimes anime shows are where the men are too blonde. So, uh, how do you feel about Dragon Ball then? <laughs> well, it's magical blonde in Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's true. It's more like golden than like blonde. So Moriarty's got this weird, sense. like, there's this weird Aryan thing going on. And maybe it's yeah. just my Jewish heritage that I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, man? Um, I, I don't really have a problem with hair color, uh, in anime. I'm, generally, I prefer when anime try to have more grounded character designs than, um, like, so, like, to, to make a comparison, right? Like, if you look at, I guess this isn't, so if you, if 
you pretend Yugi himself is an exception and then compare like first generation Yu-Gi-Oh! like dual monsters to something like Zexel, the difference in character designs is like so noticeable. Uh the the kid from Zexel has this like crazy like spike multi-layered hair thing going on whereas like the characters in the original dual monsters again yugi aside mostly look like regular people uh and so usually like an anime where characters have like you know green red um like white hair uh, it tends to turn me off but if it's an anime that's like super over the top by design typically shonen i can look past this uh but if it's like like a detective anime or whatever. Yeah, like, well, I, I like think Death it's also Note. like, like this is supposed to be Victoria. I mean, I'm enjoying the show. Like, that's why you've called yeah. in to talk to me about it. But like, it's supposed to be Victorian England. And he's got like <laughs> this classic like yeah. anime haircut that no one in real life has. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is odd, oddly enough, something that I thought, what was it? 91 days the anime did. Um I thought, like, I wasn't distracted by hair in that. The main guy's, like, it was, like, a good balance of, like, this is the 1920s, and the main character kind of has, like, an emo anime haircut, like, as you see here. But even then, it's, like, it's kind of, like, it's understated, you know? It's just, like, a little long and raggedy. You could see fucking Chris Pine having this haircut, like, in an old old time movie thing. But meanwhile, this blonde character from Mob Psycho, Teruki, I love. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because like Mob Psycho is a completely different. It's so show. it's like it's just more fun. It's yeah, it's not fucking yeah. the nineteenth century. Anyway, I completely changed the topic. Uh, <laughs> how was today's episode for everyone? Uh, I've had a lot of fun being here. Thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks for being here, man. Where should I point yeah, people to? And thanks, caller. Uh, where should we send people to? Your should we send them to your YouTube channel? Should we send them to your Twitter? My YouTube channel, obviously, my primary source of uh, income. So uh, I'd also like to give a quick shout out to uh, two of my friends. I've worked with them on videos before, uh, Clyde and uh, Seth the Programmer. Um, if you like my stuff, you'll probably like their stuff. Um, and uh, also, I'm working on a webcomic currently, uh, heavily inspired by shonen anime. There are only two chapters out right now, and production's kind of slow, so there's not like a whole lot to dig into. But it's free. You don't have to worry about any ads, and uh, I have the link to it on my Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, well, first of all, you could do that, and then also check my pinned tweet, and you can go read it. It's pretty good. Well, thanks, uh, I'm man. not the one drawing it. My artist is super talented, though. Yeah, um, he's he's incredible. Your pinned tweet on webtoons.com. Yeah. You can find Swag Kaga and Twitter. Jesus, this is gorgeous. I love I this. That's fucking pretty as fuck. Hey, up top. I'm not spoiling anymore. Yeah. S-W-A-G-K-A-G-E. Find him on Twitter. Find him on YouTube. Also, once again, if you're listening to this after it was broadcast live, this is the Adult Swim Podcast. Email us at adultswimpodcast at gmail.com with all your questions. Uh, take off your pants. Let's dance. I don't fucking care. This is the Toonami Audience Takeover Bracket. <laughs>